Welcome to episode 141 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Episode 141 of I Am Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz. How you going, mate? I'm pretty good. It's been a hectic morning. Busy morning. Uh, I've been on TV, mate. Did you watch me? E-grade celebrity. No, I'm like, I'm I'm maybe moving up to B. I do not think so. (laughs) No, I'm definitely, I'm probably more on F. Uh, I I helped with the weather. Good. I gave fitness tips for Christmas. What's the weather for today in Christchurch? 22, overcast. Yep. But overcast and windy. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't actually say the weather, I just came in afterwards. Good. Nice. <laughs> uh, so I've done no peas. Okay. Literally walked in the door, John's at my house already pumping up the tyres. And so here we go. This week's show on I'm, I'm Talk. Say that. You know, I figured out why I do that. Why? Because I still call it to everybody else. I'm just going to allowed to say it now, yes. I'm in Talk. Do you do that too? I'm trying not to. Yeah. But I think a lot of people that send stuff in are really good now. They're yeah, just you guys are better I than we are, talk. aren't they? Yeah, so. We've got news, we've got age grouper of the week, we've got high five, what's that on? Peeing on the bike. Oh, we're bringing it back. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Uh, we've sort of questions and answers, and maybe we'll do like a, a quick wrap up of the year as well. See how time's going. Because John's going to be out of here by 10. What? Ten. Our team we've got. Yep. And this week's show is brought to you by <gasps> Coffees of Hawaii. Oh, now we've got. We're getting lots of good emails about this service, aren't we? Trybuys.com. Now, John and I discovered how amazing their specials were last week, so honestly, get on Trybuys and. Look at all the different sections, not just the swim section. And athlinks.com. Social networking for endurance athletes for all your results, tracking, and social needs. So racing, not much is happening at the moment. Jombo, why is that? It's pretty thin picking. So we're going to start today's show with the Taupo Half Iron Man. Whoa. So we up for a Half Iron Man that was uh, two weeks ago. The reason I sort of thought I'd bring this one up was because Kieran Doe took the race out. He's backing up from Iron Man Arizona where he ran with... Uh, Shoe, no shoes on for a large part of the run yeah, and, too, um, so he, he took it out pretty comfortably he's in the 25-29 there so he did a 24 minute swim one two fourteen on the bike and one twenty six run sounded like he backed off a bit on the run for a 405 took it out from Keegan Williams who's a good you know sub oh, nine yeah. hour guy yeah. so um, good racing there and old uh, blue 70 guy Crawford oh nice snuck home in 6th place he's a pretty sharp old guy isn't yeah, he not bad yeah. he's a good, good swimmer guy he was second out of the water but is that 6th in his age group or 6th I think 7th uh, over no 6th overall 4th in his okay. age group and who so got 3rd nice uh, Kyle Bridgman nice yeah, we've got to give him a plug because I'm sure he listens exactly and on the female side of things Annika no she no, won the age group it's Britta Martin, who I've never heard of, yeah. 434. Second was Maren Johnson. So that's a bit of a scalp to beat Maren. She's a good yeah, girl from down in yeah, Wanaka, yeah. who's um, sort of a semi-pro. Yeah. And Melissa Holt, who's an ex-New Zealand cyclist, 441. So she's certainly starting to make some moves. You look at her bike time, she's 10 minutes faster than everybody else. So look out for her. At, um, I, I assume she's doing Ironman New Zealand, so she could be one to, to now, watch. Now, Tapo, is the half Ironman, the exact same course as the full Ironman? Marginally different, but I think pretty similar. Pretty similar. The bike, you know, you, you, it's slightly different on the way out. I think the run's the same. Okay. Don't don't email us in if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be bothered, John. No. You've had enough. I've had enough. Um, but it's going to be really interesting to see how Kieran Doe does this season because I think it's it's time that he steps up at Ironman New Zealand and uh, and sees if he can really challenge Cameron Brown because he for sure he can swim, he can out bike him and out swim him. Do you know much about the field? Not yet, no. Because as the field, um, I'm just thinking with the field. Do you 
Is he going to have people who can ride with him? I don't think he really needs people to ride with him. He's Surely, if past, he can get someone to ride with him, that's well, going to conserve his energy for the it, run. It's going to help him. But I think in the past, when he ever has had anybody with him, he's always just tried to get the front push on. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, if if, if some a, a big gun like um, Chawborn or someone came, then sure, I'm sure he'd try to ride with him. But yeah, it's going to be really interesting because I'm I'm looking for him to to step up on the run and, and do a sub three hour run um, like he did in Canada. And if he can do that, I think he'll be really competitive with Brownie. And uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. To see do, what you, do you think Brownie still got it? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, where did he finish in Canada this year? Fifth. Brownie. Yeah, he was fifth. Even though he was sixth and got, got bumped up to oh, fifth okay. when old yep. what's his name got DQ'd. So Brownie still got it. He'll be there or thereabouts on the day. He'll go, um, you know, a mid mid to low eight twenty. And if yep. someone wants to beat him, they're going to have to um, do just pretty for well. the record. Not that I wanted to say I'm right all the time, but it was eight ten for the Wanaka Challenge. You were thing. right. Yeah. I saw that nine yeah. hours eight, for the girls. That's eight ten. Nine hours is a lot more realistic than eight ten for the. For you the, reckon a girl could get nine hours here? I don't think they could, but I say it's, it's, it's closer than 18 for the guys. Yeah, it's unbelievable, isn't it? So, um, so first Ironman distance race is happening in Challenge Wanaka, and it will be what date's that? The 17th. 17th. We'll be there. We're going to be there, aren't we, John Bo? Yeah. I had. Uh, How's your trading going? Oh, you're only swimming. You're yeah, <laughs> Not, my swimming's going pretty badly actually. <laughs> but I heard a secret squirrel said that I saw you out training the other day. Said you look like crap. Yeah, was that yesterday? Uh, yeah. I think it could have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did look like crap. <laughs> I, my longest run's been an hour and a half, so I need to. I got two weeks to really okay. get some long runs in. Well, I, I'm doing the swim, and last week my swim volume was. I did a one and a half k pool swim, and then an open water swim, which is probably about maybe one and a half to two k. So, so we, we, we're going to have a good race, aren't we? Porno, you got to pull us <laughs> yeah, on the bike. Paul, we're looking for a four thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if he told me on Tuesday, but he would have thought I was a gun. Had a great run Tuesday. Gosh, yeah, that's why I was suffering yesterday. Um, Sadler's going to be racing road and not Frankfurt. And there's a bit of goss going on around here, isn't there? I think the weather is smoke. There's sometimes a bit of fire, and Sadler seems to always have something going on. He you does, know? doesn't he? He's hot and cold when it comes to racing. When he's on fire, he is not unbeatable, but he's top three in the, the world. The word on the street was is that Sadler got offered the same amount that Mecca gets offered to be there. Which would be significant in Rote. Yeah, I mean, in, in, in Frankfurt. Yeah, yeah, because it's a good money race, isn't it? Um, and that the management had problems. They just couldn't coordinate with the management of Sadler and with the management of the race. And at the mm. end of the day, it just got pulled plug and decided to go to Rote instead. He has to do an Ironman a Germany race. Mm. So, um, because of his kind of sponsorship deal over mm. there, obviously. I'll be interesting to see what he does in Rote. I don't think he's ever raced well there. Um, has he, has he done much? Ever, I don't think so, and I don't um, think he's ever really raced well in Frankfurt. I could be wrong there, but I've, I seem to remember each time I remember him racing, he's either no, DNF'd I think he's had one or, good race. Yeah. Didn't the year before Cam, but second one, one well, of the one year his back blew out. One, um, so he's he's had a miscarriage lately, doesn't he? Oh yeah, but if, you, if he hits, he hits. If he fires up on a course like right, he he would just kill it, you know. Oh, and yeah. uh, it'll be great to see people going sub sub eight there again. Because the will probably be there as well. Mm. So we're going to have two strong cyclists. Yeah. Uh, yeah. no, that'll be good times. Yeah, good times. Uh, many Ironman licenses can be issued. How many Ironman oh, licenses? Oh, yeah, this is ridiculous, isn't it? In one week, we've had the, the, the Ironman mattress now come out, uh, and they've also signed up a deal with Seppo Bikes. Oh, have they? Yeah, it's like, how, so, so, how far have so they got So how does it work with Seppo Bikes? Well, they'll have a, you know... A stick the, on it the, saying it's their bike. So it's an Iron Man bike, so it'll be like the, the, the brand, the, 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 the model name, Iron Man, the whatever. Big, yeah, so the big K. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Mattresses? Okay, you know what? Seppo Bikes, you know what? It's a triathlon sport. Yeah. Fair enough. You know, yeah. good on them. And, and you know what? If they're into licensing, I think, you know, you can license your product, great. Mm. But specifically, mattresses? Yeah. Going a bit far. 
Really? But hey. Really? And, and first of all, if you buy an only mattress, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, because you know that... <laughs> you're paying a, a, you're paying a premium for it. Yeah. It's just another mattress. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they've done some research and it makes you go faster. Having said that, I always say invest good money in a bed. I've got the best bed. I absolutely love it. Really? Can't have a crap bed. We actually, we shipped our old bed, which was still pretty good, up to um, Belinda's parents' holiday home in Kaiteri. How often do you update your bed? Oh, we've only had that one about... Three years, so I don't know. I've but, had that one eleven. Maybe yeah. it's time I got upgraded. We, I, when we came back from overseas, the things we spent money on was first thing was a bed, and we haven't regretted one single cent. And I'm a tight ass. And you are a tight ass. Yeah. I'll give you that much. Interesting doping article on Slow Twitch. Now, John, I haven't done my piece, but tell me all about it. Well, it's an Austrian dude. Yeah. Uh, I'd suggest people go on and read it because I'll probably um, stuff it up and I'm yep. the wrong tree. But there's an Austrian guy, a doctor, who's qualified for Kona. Um, he's only been doing sport a couple of years, finished fourth, I think, in his age group in, uh, in Florida. And yep. he's been caught up in this bloody doping scandal. John, there's press-ups! <laughs> Damn it! John, go, get on the floor, give me 20. Will you, you uh, tell uh, people about your morning? Okay, so what I had to Whoa, do is... I- <laughs> You did do it, didn't you? I did the 20. You did the 20. Yeah. And, and I'd just like to clarify that the person who just sent me a text message, the fillinator, yeah. is going to get some program <laughs> modifications. <laughs> Phil, when you no, you this, need, don't blame other people because you're irresponsible. <laughs> you, you, it's your phone. He doesn't know you're doing this right now. He knows that I do the podcast okay. this time Phil, each week. Phil, text him this time next week too then. <laughs> <laughs> you're in trouble, Phil. So we're saying, yeah, and, and one of the people that's semi caught up in the scandal is, is Norman Stadler oh, um, okay we well back it up what's happened well from, from what I was reading was he got actually approached by this doctor um, to say he could help him out with all his training and stuff Stadler and, did and Stadler actually reported this to the um, authorities oh. uh, and it's, so this doctor's gone to him saying, look, I've got some good drugs for you, yeah, take the next level. that's what the article on And Sandra actually went to the authorities and said, yeah. oh, good on him. So, yeah. I suppose you have to, don't you? Look, I don't, I don't, a lot of those German guys, I think they're, they're, they're clean. Yeah, um, because they, they're so strict all, there, eh? And they all put their own money into their pocket to, to get these um, doping yep. things. Lots of testing, like his in-house team does a lot of testing. So I, I think those guys are clean. So, but it's, it's an interesting read. So if you're under slowtwitch.com... But as an athlete, you kind of have to do that, don't you? So if you think about it, if, if let's say a drug doctor comes to you, if you say, no, I'm not interested, and you don't tell the authorities, mm. you're going to get guilty by association eventually, yeah. aren't you? Because they'll say, oh, Norman said let me meet up with this doctor, yeah. and you'll be, yeah. well... I'll go into his appointment book, and yeah. I'll go through it, and, yeah. uh, and it's like, in trouble. So he did the right thing, really, didn't he? So I think, I think it's great that they're going after the doctors and things like that the people that are supplying it because of course they'll always go after athletes but they have to go to the next level and this doctor was an athlete as well yeah an age group athlete who's qualified for Kona wow so, so is, has he been doing it has he been busted himself uh, I'm not quite sure do they test age groupers ever not to my knowledge I believe they, I believe they may be starting to do it in Germany really yeah so it's uh, that could be interesting but I know that uh, I'm almost positive that every other race they wouldn't do it Andrew from Athlinks is planning a trip to New Zealand. Oh, very good. <laughs> nice. You got any other news down there that I wrote down? No. Straight into the discussion of the week. So the discussion of the week was sent through from good old Ed Hawkins, who, him and his wife, and remember he sent the dog, went down to finishing shoot with him. Oh, right. Yep, good old Ed. And he's been asked by his boss to really pull away from triathlon because at the end of the day, it's a waste of your life. He's a teacher as well, I believe. PE teacher, from what yeah. I can tell. Yeah. So. Got a bit of... Would uh, you be a PE teacher? I quite like my my career choice at the moment, but it's it's something. You want to deal with kids, do you? Oh, no, I could, I could, I could do it. I don't know if I'd be much good at it or not. 
No, it's not, yeah. not something I've given a lot of thought to. Okay. Quite, a t- quite a popular topic. We, I think we had, uh, we're up to probably about 25 people submitting stuff in, some, some lengthy ones there. Yeah. So I'll pick my three. I haven't, so you pick one and I'll wing out another one. So we'll start off with Murray the Holy Hammer Lapworth. Uh, to answer the question with a question, could it be that his boss is subtly, politely suggesting there is room for improvement in performance or productivity at work? What's the reason? Why is it being suggested? There, always, there is always an element of truth in any criticism, and the only individual um, can assess it accurately. I've seen that written employees are unproductive two months before Iron Man. Conversely, my boss has encouraged me to stay active, um, as it not only does my subconscious, um, with my subconscious, I come up with solutions to challenges during long rides and runs, but I also consciously plan and think about work while training. Yes, coach, could be explained why the training plan isn't always executed precisely. Additionally, the busier I am, the more task-focused I become and more productive, achieving more in less time, just like mothers who work part-time are often the best staff. There's a few benefits, if applicable. I just read Gary Speakers one, that's brilliant. I'll do that one next. Or no, there's I'll later one. that one. There's, get... No, there's later one. There's later okay. one. There's that one there. It's cold. Uh, this one is from... Ed Green, and this is uh, related in a wider sense. A number of years ago, my boss told me that I was a valuable asset to the company and that I should not ride my motorcycle in the winter. I have a strong off-road background and felt comfortable with the risk of for the very short commute. Well, you can't win an argument with your boss, so I just ignored him and kept riding it anyway. To say the least, I did not appreciate his concern. He is long gone and now I am boss. I try to remember when work ends, where work ends. By the way, why would anyone with an IQ over 50 think that mountain biking is significantly safer than triathlon? Yeah, exactly. True. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, riding to work, especially if you're in the UK or, or in a, if you've got to ride in, in a city, it's, it's a pretty dangerous. Sentence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Gary Fegan, this was the first of two posts by, from what I understand. I've dipped into Ed's thread on Runners World UK, but to be honest, didn't read much. If Ed's performance isn't below par, and if he's not for forever requiring time off during the term to race, then his boss is clearly just an ass or looking to edge him out for whatever reason, picking something he knows that uh, he won't give up to force him to leave. I've been asked by my better half um, to give up Ironman, and I sold for six months. Bring on Lanzarote. Okay, good old Mark. How is this one? Sortino? Yep, yeah, we got that. I agree with a lot of the comments so far. Really, if training is not affecting work, then Ed's boss needs to shut up. However, if Ed's girlfriend, if it was Ed's girlfriend, well, then there's a different story. I always say, if your relationship is good, then you're not training hard enough. Obviously, in this case, he would be part of a larger group of completely crazy triathletes. Welcome aboard, Ed. Nice. Uh, Ross Muir, who is also a PE teacher. Yeah, um, I obviously don't know all the details concerning the ext- um, extremeness of Ed's case, but it seems absolutely ludicrous. His boss probably needs to take a good look at his life and priorities. He should uh, tune into Forever Fitness for Body, Soul, and Life Lessons. I still haven't listened to your podcast. Oh, it's sorry. amazing! It changes uh, your life. Doesn't current management thinking suggest to employees that uh, to employers employers that employees should be multifaceted and active? Total loser. If Ed's boss also employed Chuck Norris... That's a very fitness thing. Okay. Because Ish loves Chuck Norris. Uh, Belinda was asking me, she was looking at this going, why do people keep mentioning Chuck Norris? Yeah, so. it's a huge thing. Um, would he tell him to step away from martial arts? However, maybe you should cut back on triathlon if you become the office bore, yep. you're always asking for time off to compete, yep. you're often late, uh, or the quality of your work is suffering. Yep. From Brain Training for Runners by oh, Max Fitzgerald, nice. cardiovascular exercise is scientifically proven to enhance brain health in a number of ways. Exercise stimulates the growth of neurons and strengthens their inner connections. It has been shown to enhance 
cognitive function, including memory and execute, uh, executive function. That Ross, is planning he just dominated the dojo there, didn't Ooh, he? Because yeah, because he picked it up with scientific research, and we like that, don't we? Like because we? we're we're deep people. Because I wanted to do a quick one. If it was the wife, I'd listen and find a compromise. This is Mark. Nelson, and if it was a boss, I'd tell him to bugger off. I just do want to do Fagan's second one because it is gold. Where was it? Um, for five thousand pounds, I'll take your boss out. <laughs> <laughs> Not only will it solve your dilemma, you can then get promoted to his role. More cash to spend on a tri-kit and a nice new shiny felt DA or P4 as a bonus. It's Gary the Assassin Vegan. Have you been asked to pull back from triathlon and work at all, Bevan, or not? No, I never have actually. What if you What if you were getting injured and stuff though from your training? Yeah, I never. It's never been a problem. Mm. The thing is, with me, I'm actually a contractor, so if I get injured, it's my bad luck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I have work insurance. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, yeah. <laughs> cost me a shitload, but you got to get it. Um, so, what, what, what's your thoughts? Well, obviously, as, as a number of people mentioned, if your performance is... Um, well, let's look at two thoughts. Let's look at the, the boss and then the, the wife. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, basically, if, if your performance is suffering and if you're doing a crappy job, then he's, I think he's within his rights to say that. Yeah. But if you're performing perfectly fine and, and you're not taking lots of time off work, then it's it's your life to leave it. But so. isn't, isn't it the, the boss is not very communicative everywhere? Because like, if you're not performing well, shouldn't he be talking about your performance? Yeah. And saying, you know, because it doesn't sound like Ed's getting that. It's, it yeah. sounds like he's confused because his boss has said, you know, you need to pull away from triathlon. And is mm. there a deeper meaning? And shouldn't he just say, like, look, here's the issue I have with you at work. How, yeah. how can we address this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. what about the wife? What about oh, the wife, then, then you've got a compromise. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, it depends. But what, what if she said no triathlon ever again? Well, Catch for, for me, for me personally, that just wouldn't happen because <laughs> it's part of what I am, and, yeah. and, and that's so it's got to be a compromise. Um, yeah. I think, but I think Ironman is, in, is is very difficult. So you know, me as an example, I'm stepping down and doing short course training where I can do ten hours training a week and still be reasonably. Um, competitive yeah. um, whereas for me at the moment doing an Ironman is not realistic and so I think you just got to be realistic and uh, it's, it's, compromise it's interesting for me like I, I don't really work for anyone as such I have I have a manager you work for me on the show <laughs> I work for you're, John you're my bitch <laughs> I'm the bitch on the show touch your toes boy um, <laughs> and so but I do have a manager as such but you, at my job you're kind of left to your own device and um but it's interesting, for rote, I, I had a period in rote where it was the busiest period of my life. I was doing some real high-end aerobic stuff with like videos, and I, I just had this massively busy period and trying to train for rote at the same time, and I was the most efficient I ever was, mm. and I had energy for everything I was, and I just became more organized, and, and I found I really enjoyed being in that place, and if anything, I was a stronger person in all the areas I was in, because I the challenge of doing that and mm. so for me I felt I was working better and sure I was fatigued but you, you pull through mm. and um, so if my boss said that to me I'd, I'd probably think well you know what I'm going to move on well, or at least talk to him maybe even go talk to him kind of in a bigger way and find out what's happening mm. if my partner said it definitely I'd uh, you know, if you've got a partner who's telling you to pull away from triathlon you've probably got deeper issues you need to discuss yeah. in your relationship oh, I, I don't know I'd say pulling away from Iron Man I oh think, yeah totally but, but I think for most people doing an Iron Man's a one off or you know one or two thing and yeah yeah, but it is it is definitely a relationship breaker, and sure it may be another issue, but I think it's but, such a selfish thing, and it's very easy to get caught up in the lifestyle of getting up in the morning, going training, going working all day. It was interesting training. actually because so Joe and I, because Joe like for I've been seeing Joe for a while now, and she kind of, we kind of were hanging out with Ram Rote, and I said to her, I'm glad she got to experience what my life was like then, you mm-hmm. know, like in that whole busy time, and just to appreciate what that period of my life was like. 
but like we went on the Ekerol walk last weekend and a couple weekends ago and I, I said to her I'm kind of glad I'm no longer doing Ironman because if I was I'd have to go for a run now and I'd have mm. to bring my bike along to everything I do mm. and like I like training still and I still want to have challenges but I mean just everything you do you have to fit your training around and yeah. so um, yeah it, it definitely makes it challenging for relationships mm. So we're gonna. I was gonna put one uh, topic up, sort of over the. Well, what do we do? Best of the year. Okay then. Oh, who's the boss here? <laughs> well, <laughs> no. well, we haven't done a best of the year. Okay, we'll do a best of the year. So we're we looking for best performance of the year. Okay. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna check up five best ofs, and people get to choose. What's and you, yeah. And best. so you're gonna be best male performance, best female performance, um, best. So you're gonna nominate some. Somewhere. No, no. I'm just gonna say. Crikey, we could get some pretty big posts here. Okay. Well, maybe we'll do two. Yeah. Why don't we just best male and female? Yeah, best male and female long distance performance of the year. Performance, okay. Not the best athlete of the year, performance Uh, or... Yeah, I suppose you could say best athlete of the year. Okay. (laughs) Either either or. It's because you're my boss. eh? (laughs) Mutually exclusive. We're not not giving both. You either go for the best male or female athlete of the year. Because Chrissy's going to win best female. Who's not going to put Chrissy? Some people might say Bella. She's been really consistent, won lots of races, done sub nine. Some people might say Gina. The guys, so I think it's going to be interesting. Sure, Crowey won Kona, but there were some other good performances during the year. So, best male performance or best athlete. Okay. Or you could do both. No, you can't do both. <laughs> or you can. <laughs> right. uh, it's news and discussion. I did a bit longer because it's Christmas. Super special. Super special. Why is it super special? Oh, you did the extra. Oh, it's in my, my thing. Okay. Well, good old Ollie. Ollie Jenner. Jenner. The, the Kim Kiyakaha. Sausage maker from France. He knows a lot about sausages. Yeah. Ladies. Knows how to use those sausages. And, and he's done quite a nice one, hasn't he? He's sharing the love. Yes. You know? And, and <laughs> Despite somebody knocking him off his bike, he's nominated that person for age. Yes, so in Kim Kiyakaha, it was on the last day, wasn't it? It was. Last, last ride. Day, going downhill. Down the colder. They, they beat us up the hill. How'd that happen? I took a shortcut. Oh, that's... <laughs> This was a pun- Sorry, boys. Pun- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did the hardcore option. And uh, they took a shortcut, and we were coming down the hills, and there'd been carnage on the road, wasn't there? But it's a bit of, bit of, uh, bit of, but there's a little bit of moisture around. Yeah, and uh, Glimbo came off his bike, mm. smashed into Ollie. Yeah. Boomcha, two weeks before, right? But obviously, there's no love lost, no. you know, because they're still it's happy times. And he's saying, hope all is well with you too, and it is. I'd like to nominate Glenn Russell for our age gripper of the week. After Glenn and I crashed on Camp Kierke, he still managed to pull off a PB and wrote despite some nasty road rash. He also is a regular contributor to the show, and whilst not being the fastest Ironman, he definitely sums up the spirit of the sport. So he is my nominator for age gripper of the year. It's a big call, Ollie. Yeah. <laughs> big call. We'll give him the week. Give him the week. Don't know the about year. the year. Don't know about the year. Glenn's got a nickname coming up later in the show. Oh, is he? Did yeah. you make his nickname I up? I made his nickname up. Glenn. Linda said, because you call him Glenbo or something. Glenbo. She, she put that down. I said, no, that's not good enough. Not acceptable. No, you, you want more? I've got, got another one for him. Glenn is a good man for the sport, isn't he? He is. He yeah. uh, contributes to the show. Yeah. He's had a couple of shows named Loves after the sport. Him. He gave me like a million triathlete mags once. Yeah. yeah. And uh, no, he's just a, a good, solid man going around the world doing yeah. stuff in Oman. And he's a character too. He's an ideas man. He'll tell you he's funny because... So after, before Rote, we went around to Spain in the car for a few days. It was a good time. We had heaps of fun. We did Running the Bulls and stuff together. For those of you who watched the Running the Bulls video, he was the guy on it with that. And uh, he, he's an ideas man. He goes, I've got lots of ideas. We've got no 
follow through. So here's my ideas. <laughs> Take my idea and do something with it. Oh, it's gold. Okay, so Glena, you are our age group of the week. One, two, three, four. Half five. Now, years ago, John. Was it episode? It wasn't episode eighteen because I was actually was it thirteen. I, I could have been because I was going through and I thought I'm going to do this high five. I'm peeing on the bike, fresh. Oh, so you've evolved it. We well, haven't just recapped. Just... Haven't haven't recapped. Oh. I've, I've done it. Yeah, and I couldn't actually find the notes for the original one, so there may be some additional. Do you keep show notes? notes? It's all on file, man. I've got a filing system. Really? It's, it's easy. You just got to save them somewhere on the computer. I just delete everything. Yeah, well, that's okay. So if we lost shows, we can get them back. Ah, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so being on the bike. So back in the day, this is what took I I M M talk because I can say it because it, it was back in the day to the next level, and now it's I M talk and peeing on the bike John we've got six oh you've even got actually we've got eight yeah we've got some follow up okay so here we go do you want to start yeah okay, okay. number one um, when you're racing in an iron distance race peeing on the bike is going to save you significant amounts of time um, oh definitely especially if you're going to do like three or four yeah. peas because you've got to think if you, you're stopping stop. obviously when you're peeing you're probably going to slow down a bit so you're going to lose a little bit of time there but if you stop you lose so much time. Oh, right? you stop. You've got to find a toilet. Yeah. Like, if you can't find a toilet, you're going to run to a tree somewhere. Oh, yeah. It's not good. And I, and I know I've, I've been racing people that have stopped and peed. And it, if, if they're riding faster than me, it takes them forever yeah, to catch Yeah, you'll up. be like 15, 20 minutes away, eh? Hey? Oh, easy. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, is a, it is a big time saver. And the other thing is, is that you also lose your mojo. Because mm. you've got a nice rhythm on the bike. You're moving. Yeah. And sure, you've got to slow down to pee on the bike. But... You lose your mojo, and yeah. you know, then you find all that again. Yeah. So don't do it. So point number one: if you've got haven't. Um, so basically, we're making a rule that if you pee on the bike as an Ironman talk listener, you've let down the team. Might, do I have to give you twenty press ups? Oh, there? You oh I forget do. it. No, there you I, go. Okay. So point oh. number one: if you get uh, Bevan's got to do it quietly here because people are going to try to listen. He's only up to about two there. Oh, um, I'm about to see <laughs> If you hadn't had a pee by around about the hundred and thirty k mark on the bike, it's likely oh. you're not drinking enough. Okay, so that's point number one. Bevan's back. He's okay, so you have to feel like you pee. You're saying. You should need to pee by about 1.30. If you haven't, you probably should just up your drinking a little bit. If you go through the whole 180k without drinking, uh, without peeing, you're probably a little... So I actually day. remember the last high five off by heart all the time because okay. I, it comes in handy. And you did actually do this one in the last one, but that's yeah. okay because it's an important tip. Yeah. Wait for the downhill. Yes. Because... Even just a small one so you can free will and then once you've broken your seat <laughs> You carry on. Just keep it out of control. It's a serious, so, serious topic. Okay, obviously. So you're going downhill and you because the thing is you tend to have to stand up out of the saddle, don't you? I don't. Oh, don't you? No, no. I just sit there and oh, I, I stop pedaling. Oh, I mean, that'll come up actually. So. Okay, wait, don't do this next yeah, one. Downhill. Obviously, some races are not downhill, so then you've got a little bit of a dilemma. But don't do it uphill. Don't do it uphill. You're right there. You're gonna, you're gonna sneeze, aren't you? Oh, there we go. You saved it. No, it's safe. It. So yeah, downhill. A, downhill. Even if it's a tiny downhill, just, just so you can free wheel, yeah. find, get the seal to break, the and then once the seal set. breaks, the waterworks are out, eh? It's, it's like a fire hydrant. It is. <laughs> it all comes out. Okay. Uh, so number three is on. Obviously, on that downhill, you want to stop pedaling. Um, if you're on the flat, <coughs> obviously you just stop pedaling, and just relax into it. Um, I advise against pedaling when you're trying to do your pee. Wait a second. You have to. Oh no. Yep. Okay. Go. This enhances the sprinkler effect. <laughs> okay. We want to minimise the sprinkler effect. Okay. So. Just freewheel, just accept that you're going to lose a few seconds by freewheeling and just get it all out. Because what's the, what's the effect of the sprinkler effect? Oh, if you've got full, if you've got 
Well, that's, that's another point coming up. Oh, but okay. But it you've, does, done, you've, you've thought about it, haven't you? It goes everywhere, basically. You're an experienced athlete. Probably the best not to do it. Probably, to, what? Probably, probably best, best not to do your pee when you have just loaded fresh water bottles from the aid station. Mm. Unless, I guess, they're behind your seat or if you've got a, one on your handlebars, one of those um, things there. Yeah, that's a good point, actually, because you don't want to pee on your cap, do you? No, not really. What if you do? Oh, I don't think it matters too much. What, you drink it? Uh, anyway. <laughs> no, generally, you're going to have, it's going to go straight down your legs. So if you avoid the sprinkler effect... Some people like to whip it out. So if you don't whip it out it's safe I think so Because it generally goes straight down your leg yeah. into your shoes Unless you've got like lots of pressure happening yeah. So don't push the pressure through Yeah, You know because you yeah. know what I'm saying Just, yeah. let, it, just let it flow let it flow down, goes into your shoes And then it's, yeah. it's off ski Okay, okay um, Do not worry about spraying anyone behind you if you're getting them, they're too close and they're drafting. Nice. So that's acceptable. Don't yeah. don't, and, don't look behind you. And it's an IM you. talk rule, isn't it? It is. Draft busting. If there's no draft buster there, you pee on the bike. Spray them. Yep. 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 They'll back them up, do, won't do it? Do keep to the left so if you people can pass you. But um, yep. spraying is acceptable. Ultimately, you turn around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, don't worry. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, Number six. The non... Wait a second, the non-wet-your-pants method is tricky, more obviously. <laughs> it could result in disqualification. Girls don't need to worry about this one. Molina is a legend at this one, yeah. isn't he? So this is the... Molina yeah. doesn't even lose speed when he does this one, eh? I know, but I don't, I don't recommend the non-wet-your-pants method. Just so for those who don't know, for boys, you basically just whip it out the side. Yeah. You need to pee your, your pants out. Yeah. And then you just you, well, you've got you have got you, sprinkler effect's not going to happen, is it? No. And you have got choice of direction, so it's better for paying on the bike for people behind you. Yes, you could whip it, it behind, <laughs> whip it around your waist yeah. if you're that size. Yeah, John Holmes could easily manage that one. Um, but anyway, but anyway, uh, girls are not going to have to worry about this. Could girls, but maybe they could uh, pull their pants right across. I, I don't know, girls. Can we get some comments? I don't know. I'm not a girl. Yeah. Well. Well, you know. Like it, well, well, could you could you put poo in front of you? It would sort of be the same effect. No, but I'm thinking if they went. Okay, let's move on. No, let's move on. It's, it's, and I guess with that one there, you probably would risk disqualification by flopping it out. You think? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Probably not in European races because they're always nude, aren't they? But apparently in Frankfurt they were trying to enforce it. So we'll come on. Oh. That's, that's one of my follow-up points. Okay, follow-up points is remember to clean your shoes. Afterwards. Have you ever done it? I've never done that. I've always had... I have. Yeah. Oh, yeah my yeah. shoes must be disgusting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got and, new shoes, and, but, so. and point two is, uh, yeah, you do need to be aware that some races are somehow trying to police peeing on the bike and making it against the rules and disqualify... Now, why would you do that? I don't know, but uh, I don't know how to enforce it, and we've discussed this before, but you do need to be aware of that, and that's why I said if you do flop it out, um, you may risk disqualification, so keep it discreet. You'd be gutted if you got disqualified for that, eh? Oh, what happened? Oh, I got DEG, thank you. What'd you do? I went for a piss. I whipped my fella out. <laughs> uh, and somebody else sent us in an email about Ironman UK, and one of the reasons they moved it from Sherbourne up to Bolton yeah. was they wanted to keep it down there, but the, the organisers, uh, no, the owners of the palace and, and where they hold the event, said that athletes just go around pissing everywhere and <laughs> they're not happy about it so um, but I think on the bike you're generally pretty safe and okay. you'd have to be hard done by to, to get decued for that so our advice is you must pee in a race yeah. don't get off your bike save some time imagine let's just say you're going for Kona and you missed out by a minute and you peed mm. off the bike 
devastating. It's just, it's amateur, isn't it? It is. It's amateur. So there's our high five. Maybe in a couple of years from now, we'll do another one. Mm. Or, you know, the third instalment. Okay. That'll get you thinking, won't it? Well, might <sighs> yeah. be some technology advancements by that stage. Oh, really? You could use a tube. No, that's, <laughs> what, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Let's Steve, get Steve Gurney to invent something. <laughs> okay. We could patent it. That could be our money maker. I know. Game on. All right, here's the music. Website of the week. Who's seen this one through? I think somebody did. It was good old Roy Spicer. And I'm thinking he's from, he uses a Mac. Must be. He's a wise man, obviously. I'm picking he's probably from the UK. Okay. Because this one's, this week's one is just a little clip. I'm going to check a couple over here as well. After couple what? New ones at you. Oh, okay, very yep. good. Uh, so it's on the Triathlon London website, and it's basically a, a, a clip. Um, for an What's office triathlon, it was like it was a company. Well, Mazda sponsor the, yeah. the race. Um, it looked like it was a Mazda team too, didn't it? Yeah. Is so it's just a fun clip to go and look at. If you go to, we'll have a link up on the site, but um, you can go directly there to the London the London Triathlon.co.uk. Cool clip for some guys sort of uh, doing an inside triathlon in the office. Something we strongly encourage for everybody out there. Yep. Just a little light Christmas uh, clip this this week. And uh, we've actually got a couple other clips. And where is it? Interesting. Yeah. So this is from Full Hall. It's a Full Hall. Full Hall. And uh, it's interviews. Um, try two four seven dot com have some movie clips or video clips YouTube of clips. well, yeah, Thank kind you. of, yeah, yeah. Uh, of Chrissy, and they're about twenty minutes long. And to be honest, I haven't watched them. All right. But he's saying they're really, really interesting. She goes into lots of interesting points on training, nutrition, and equipment. So, um, yeah. So, and she also floats the idea of doing Ironman New Zealand. Interesting. Yeah, that would be great, eh? Yeah, I should just smack everybody. So yeah. I probably wouldn't be that right. interesting. Mm, boring, really. <laughs> uh, so, so there we go. So the, our websites of the week. Uh, I'll put a link up to those ones. London Triathlon and Try Two Four Seven, keeping it all British today. Loving the palms. Loving the palms. Loving the palms. You want music for your rent? Yep. Okay. Here he is. Here's some music. John's rant of the week. week. I'm trying to find some angry music. That wasn't really angry. No, you said you found some. Good yeah, stuff. I had, and I forgot what it was. So I'm going to find it. So the next show that you're back on with the rant in the new year. Yeah. Right. Okay, John. So wait a second. Just breathe first. <laughs> I started thinking about this last night. I was biking home from uh, coaching last night. Like Back a, it up. There's something we haven't up. talked about. Oh, well, this is, this may lead into that. Okay. Because it, it it stems from from an incident at the weekend. Okay. So I'm get, I start I'm starting to get a bit fired up with uninformed people commenting on drafting and writing in groups. Okay. Wait a second, John. So you the ignorant people like me? Oh, no, I wouldn't say that. I was just saying people that they think they're really old school and they won't move on. You know? uh. So when you're watching Kona, the, the lead group is a lead group. They're riding five to seven meters apart. Yep. There's just not enough space on the road. Unless you go and get a 10-lane-wide motorway, yep. it's it's physically impossible for yeah. them to not draft. And you put competitive people in a, an environment and they're going to sit to the rules or very right close on to the, the rules. They're going to push the limits, aren't you they? You get an advantage yep. from being at whatever it is, end up being five or seven metres yep. and, and so be it. And you just get all these numpties out there that saying, oh, it's all just drafting. Uh. And it starts to fire me up. Obviously in races like Florida 70.3 and... Uh, and some of those flat, yeah, flat races. terrible drafting. Some terrible drafting, and, and people really need to look at themselves. But a lot of the other races, it's riding, fair, 
and align. Who who, who turned you on to this, John? Because you sounded like you had a conversation with someone. Well, initially what happened, I was reading Triathlete magazine last week and some guy was blaring on in there saying about pack riding cone. The race is just just, just just a joke. And I'm like, oh, bullshit. You've still got to go out there. Those yep. lead guys are still cranking some serious wattage on the bike. Yep. And so th- this last weekend, um, I did another race. How'd you go, John? Oh, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> but basically came off the bike... Um, with it was three of us came off the bike together. You drafted the whole time, I heard. And we, yeah, <laughs> we'd, we'd ridden, ridden the ride together, and we had been sitting at around about five meters all the way through, sort of swapping a lead. Um, but we were getting a significant advantage from being that distance. Yeah, but totally. we were riding legally. And then this guy, he's a little bit of an old school guy who helps out a lot of races. I'm not going to name who it was. Well, it's pretty obvious, but that's no, not no. Well, I'm sure know. people in the know would know. No, oh, no, they probably wouldn't actually. Rhymes with what? No. So we're coming off, coming into transition, and then I heard, heard him sort of going, oh, oh, I thought it was supposed to be not drafting. And I just about stopped and threw my bike at him. <laughs> I seriously got pretty fired up because we had been riding pretty legally all the way around. And it's just, we're all similar ability. You just don't get away. And so I think people that are stuck in the old school, if they're so worried about it, you just go and do, and all you don't do is go and watch Silverman or go and do a race like that and just put your blinkers on and don't watch anything else. Because I've had enough. You've had enough, John, haven't you? Yeah. I imagine, I wish I could have done the rent just as he said that to you. Oh. If, I was at, if I had like the mic and you're running along, you'd be fuming, eh? Oh, I was, That's probably why you happened? took out the race, eh? Hey? probably was why I took out the race. angry. I did get angry. Angry, John. So, unfortunately... It's part of the sport. In the real world, in the, in the, the world that we live in at the moment, triathlon is a popular sport. When you get lots of people racing, it's just you're going to get people riding in groups. Hopefully, they ride legally. Yeah. And if you're riding at seven meters apart, that is a group. If you have twenty people riding seven meters apart, it's a group. But hey. Okay, John. Okay, just breathe. <laughs> so, uh, so that was that. That was my phone, but I got I got mine down. Right. Yeah, and that's for sure. Know the porno, and I'm going to be bringing him up real soon. So, oh, he saw me on TV. Oh, very good. How do you know it's from? Have you got some special... So you should know the porno. Oh, how could you see it from there? Because I've got good eyesight. Good. (laughs) Unlike you. Uh, Questions and answers. And this is from Paul Andreas. And excellent show. Keep up the great work. I had a question that figured might take a good coach's corner discussion. We're kind of running running out of time short, aren't we? So this is good. Short of getting a professional stress test done, what is the best way for an everyday Joe can determine their good heart rate? Max heart rate to properly set training zones. I'm assuming this should be done for each discipline where the heart rate max for cycling would probably be a bit different or lower than the cycling running. There are lots of rule of thumb out there, such as the 20-20 minus A's equals max heart rate, which doesn't really take into account any real physiological differences. I'll just take it down. And to follow that up, how often should I revisit these tests to see if a max heart rate has shifted? Thanks for all the entertaining and great information. Mm-hmm. So the answer to your question is, you know, getting some testing is going to be the most accurate. How often should you do it? Testing. Yeah. Um, I'd say annually if you're going to be uh, pretty serious about your ironing because you you do, you know, the objective is training is to try to move your zones a bit, especially your aerobic threshold. So, you know, I'd say annually when when you've, um, mainly for your biking, I wouldn't worry so much about your running, but the biking is where you've really got to control your pace. And so I'd say biking, doing it annually would be good. So, um, yeah, doing a, a lab test, I think, is, is the most effective way to do it. But y- your question was, if you don't want to do that, how can you measure your maximum heart rate? So I've got a couple of protocols. I always say to people that if, um, you know, just as a little disclaimer, you need to be 
fit and healthy before you do a test yeah. because it is a strenuous test. So if you're um, just started a triathlon and you, you come from a sedentary lifestyle, you've got to be a bit careful of these types of things. Yeah, because you're max, so you go for max. Yeah. Yeah. So they're both pretty similar um, protocols for the run. Uh, all you, you do is you do a really good warm-up, say around about 15, 20 minutes. Bevan's... Um, <laughs> We're tiring Bevan out. It must be. It mustn't be an interesting topic for him. He's just got a bit of saliva running down the side of his face. <laughs> nice. And, but okay, so for, it was only for the viewers at home. For, for the uh, for the running protocol, fifteen to twenty minutes warm up, and then you want to do a few little efforts of maybe hundred to two hundred meters at um, say your at, at a fast pace. Yeah, um, so eighty percent. Yeah, yep. pr- pretty quick. So if you were get say like a one mile race pace, yep. um, so just get yourself properly warmed up, and then you basically want to start. Um, uh, doing the test is uh, what have I got down for the run test you want to do around about um, ten, uh, probably about f- a 5 minute test I would say and progressively through that 5 minutes you want to get uh, quicker and quicker and at the end of the 5 minutes you want to have a hill somewhere it doesn't need to be exactly 5 minutes 4 to 5 minutes, progressively building your pace at the end you have a hill and you run as hard as you can up that hill and then you'll find a pretty close to your maximum heart rate Great. probably generally rounded up maybe by a couple of beats if you don't if you don't quite feel like you got there, um, and and you just got to give it give it heaps on the way up. You and you really got to kill yourself. You, eh? don't, you don't have to last very long when you're going up the hill. You just get onto it, get smack it. it. Once you start to slow down, your, your history so you just just stop um, measure and, and and then just uh, measure where it's at. If your most heart rate monitors are going to record your maximum, go away and that's what your maximum is. For the bike, slightly different protocol, same sort of warm up. You do 15 to 20 minutes warm-up, then I'd suggest you do five times one minute. Um, on off. On-off, on uh, getting a good moderately hard-to-hard pace so you're properly warmed up. With the bike, I generally suggest doing it as a, uh, a hill climb on a just a moderate moderate gradient. And so not too steep? No, and again, around about a five-minute test, getting progressively harder. When you're getting towards the end, um, then you just get out of your seat and you absolutely sprint it. And again, when you start to slow down, you just back can it. You don't need to push on because you... you so have you got one of those heart rate monitors that actually measures your max? Yeah, and, and, yeah. and we'll save it. Otherwise, you know, you just need to have it pop down. And again, um, you're lucky. I, I think vibration is always... No, vibration is turned down. Is yours on vibration? It's off. Oh, I don't believe you. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, and again, so it's about a five-minute test. And again, I'd say often you want to just round that up by a couple of beats and that'll give you a max then you can use whatever um, you know in terms of setting your zones um, I use easy steady moderately hard hard and very hard so okay so let's break it down easy as what easy as your maximum heart race uh, heart rate minus uh, so if it's 180 it's minus 50 50 or more Um, and then steady is or less yep or less, sorry. Yeah. Uh, steady is about 35 to 50 beats below max. Yep. Moderately hard is about 20 to 35 beats below max. Right. Hard is 10 to 20 beats below max. And very hard is 10 beats below max. And if we're going to use um, kind of... So steady is around about your Ironman race pace. Moderately hard is around about your half Ironman pace. Sort of uh, top end of moderately hard for, for elite athletes is half Ironman. For most age group athletes, that'd be lower to mid-moderately hard. Hard is around about your um, lower hard is sort of your Olympic distance race pace. Upper hard is like your 10k race pace. Very hard is about your 3k race pace. Um, But you know, there's lots of other methods and terminology you can use. But I suggest to most people not having more than five, maximum six levels of intensity. Otherwise, you just get too confused and it's it's too small a band. 
And I, I, ideally, when you then set your training program up, you, you set up different zones for different days. Yep. And your coach, obviously, should probably do that too. Yep. And then you really base your training based on that and get really specific about, okay, I need to be in this heart rate zone for this period. And mm. Yeah, ideally, you do want to get a, like the lactate test done. Yeah, and if you're in New Zealand, you know, there's some pretty affordable places to go. Yeah, um, it's what, about 50 bucks, eh? It's about 80 bucks now yeah. in Christchurch, which is which is really good value for money. You see the picture of me out there? No. Um, no. Next time you're out there... I'll There's look. a picture of me with the thing on the face. Nice. It was when I used to do bodybuilding and I look huge. Sure you do. No, I do. Um, but I think the main thing you're going to get out of uh, getting a lactate test is really set some, some boundaries for your race day, especially for Ironman racing, just to make sure you don't go too hard. Okay. I tend not to suggest using a heart rate monitor as a target on race day. Maybe late in the race you, you could use it as a motivator, but the main thing is it's just to make sure you don't go too hard. So it's more of a controlling mechanism. Exactly. Good old Ollie, he's been popular today. Yep. Uh, how important is cycling cadence in relation to run cadence? Should there be similar quickness? I feel more comfortable riding at a cadence of 80 RPM, but I find it hard to run with the faster cadence when I leave T2. Would it improve my running if I retrain at a faster bike cadence, or should I concentrate on building up my run cadence? Uh, it should be similar-ish, and both of them are going to be something that takes a bit of time to develop. So if you're currently riding at 80 RPM, you don't want to go out and try to be Lance Armstrong and ride at 95 to 100 RPM next week. But over time, I would suggest you want to try to get into that 85 to 95 band for your cycling, but that's going to be a trained effect. You just need to, to work at it, and, yeah. and it will slowly get a little bit better. Likewise with your and running. that will feel like a step back, won't it? Because they're like you're, you're, you're like a lower cadence guy. You're obviously more of a strength trainer, mm. and so you'll go back and you'll lose a bit of speed at first because mm. it's more of a spinning effect, and they'll they'll be hard to fathom or hard to take on board. But if you stick at it, the speed will come oh, back. Totally. Mm. Um, and, and with running, I think the key thing with running, what you want to focus on is trying to have an even cadence through your runs. So typically what's going to happen is your cadence will get slower the further you get into a run, whether it be a training run or a race. So certainly use that as a motivator. So you know, think, have a bit of a count what your cadence is early in a run. And if you're doing a long run, have a count later in your run. And if it's starting to slow, slow up a bit, you want to get it back up to where it was at the start of the run. And use that as a motivator when you're in, in a race as well. Um, but to answer your question, you also want to be over time improving your running cadence. Uh, but that will, again, that will take a little bit of time. And, and, and that's something you probably want to work a bit more in your off season um, is trying to increase your cadence by maybe doing some more shorter races. Um, so you guys are in winter now, so it would be a good opportunity if you're in the northern hemisphere. It's but 5Ks, 10Ks. Yeah, I think a good thing to really practice when you're in, the mi- in mid-season when you're racing is trying to work on keeping your cadence even throughout a race. And uh, because it will fall away later on. Love your work. Um, do you want to do nicknames now yeah. or afterwards? Now. Now. Okay, so we made a promise because it's the Christmas show. We haven't really made it very Christmassy, have we? No. Happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, John. <laughs> yeah, it's bloody brilliant. We made a promise we'd deliver on the nicknames. Now, John, you did yours, didn't you? I did. And I hadn't yesterday, but then there's a good guy called Sean the Porno. And he wrote to me and he goes, do you know what? Do you want me to do your nicknames? Well, we didn't say that. He said, do you want to do some nicknames? And I said, yeah, and I gave him them all. <laughs> <laughs> and, Sean, if, if you're asking for Bevan to do worth Bevan, it's pretty obvious that you're not doing enough bloody training, which is a little concerning. No, no, he is. Because he I thinks it when he's done, out training, I hope John. it was done during work time. No, wait, I've got to find mine. You keep talking. Oh, here we go. Sean, arms. No. Okay, wait a second. I'm going to have to find him up here. You, you start talking. Okay, so you can start off. Okay. There you Wait go. a second. There is something I want to do. Yeah. So Sean of the Porno, he's pretty good at these nicknames. I have to give him credit. Yeah. And he was talking about Craig Weaver, and we called him the Welsh Wanderer. Yeah. Not bad. You know, fair enough. Yeah. But he wanted to veto it, and I think it's good. 
because he wants to call him Craig the Dream Weaver. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, isn't it? That's a good one. So we'll we change, change it on here. Yeah, and you got to send that file back to me. Okay. So. Okay, oh. Craig, you get the, an extra name there. Yep. No, no, he's no longer. He's just the Dream Weaver. Okay. But it's great, isn't it? Nice. Okay, my first one. I, I, I don't know. Some of these are okay. <laughs> some, some are not so strong. You, you, know, you know it's not good when you're making excuses before you say it. So Patrick... <laughs> The Beverly Hills Cop Foley. Oh, no, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's like good, Foley. Axel Foley. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that was a classic series in uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh. first one was a classic. Oh, even the second one was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We watched Trading Places the other night. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I remember that one. Yeah, well, was lots of Dan boobs Aykroyd in it. Or? Yeah, lots yeah. of boobs. Look, Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Yeah. It was a bit wrong, John, because okay. I was watching with my daughter. <laughs> uh, Mark Langley. Now, Mark actually works for NASA as an aeronautic research centre. Yeah. So he's called him, this is Sean of the Porno, Mark Supersonic Langley. <laughs> he can't have that. I've got, oh, no. I've got uh, <laughs> Supersonic in one of mine as well. Oh, well, we'll just have to have, I'll have to think, think of something else. Okay, we'll call no, it Super Duper Sonic. No, I've, I've got an idea. Okay. It'll, it'll be still Supersonic, but it'll be uh, okay. adding Okay, so you're a thinker on your feet, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Tammy... The Phantom Female oh, Rutledge. Nice. Because she is the only female, I think, at this stage that we've had a donation from. Nice. So all, all these people have donated to our Kona Fund, which is go, starting to go along okay. Is uh, Phil Hill... <laughs> uh, I've, I've got, I'm going to defend myself here. Uh, I'll double-check this in a moment. So okay. Well, then we've got the Phantom Female Rutledge. Nicholas Shepard. Nicholas the Hot Steppard Shepard. That's good. Hot stepper, turn it up. Beautiful. That's good. The hot stepper. The hot stepper, was it? Yeah, hot stepper, shepherd. Okay. That's good. That's good. Okay, so this next one, I'm happy for this individual to defend himself, and he was on the show today, but I generally go on to Athlinks to see if people are on there, and then I can try to think up something there. Yep. Um, So, Phil. I'm not on Athlinks Hall. <laughs> but Phil, if you are on Athlinks, send me your profile. That's weak. It's like we give you all these cool names and I'm not on Athlinks. Well, uh, Phil, I'll give you a new nickname once you sign up for Athlinks. If you are on there, I apologise, but I couldn't find you. Okay. And um, Okay, so Phil, you basically have to to get a better nickname because yeah. that's weak. Yeah. Okay. Hendrik, now how do you say that one? Hey, I've, Wis- already, I've done him. No, I haven't. Sorry. Sorry, I was wrong. How do you say his last name? Wismeyer? Weiss, I'd say Weismeyer. That's my Weismeyer. guess. And he's gone Maverick because of Top Gun. Okay. Nice. Yep. Hendrick the Maverick. Right. Nice. Love it. Okay. Now, whenever you send us emails, make sure you always put your name in there so that we'll actually use it. Yeah. Because otherwise we'll forget. Yeah. Uh, my next, I think we've already done James Style, haven't we? Yeah, he was the yeah. informer. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Francisco, the Portuguese parrot. Parrot. Trocaro. The Portuguese parrot. Yeah. Okay. Because he's, he's from Portugal. Yeah. Parrot? I don't know. I, I, I said to Belinda, I said, let's start beginning with P. And I thought, I'm not going to use pirate. So I thought, Maybe parrot. pirate is... Oh, no, because we've got the pirates, haven't we? Yeah. I'm getting the pirate stop. Ah. Yeah. Sending me one over. Two? We could share it. Well, I, was, I sort of have an I am talk one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Mark... High voltage Whittle. <laughs> nice. That's a good one, isn't it? High voltage. Okay. Uh, okay, this one, we, you know, I, I might just have to, it's a bit of a, a repeat, but Eric, the Seattle Supersonic. Nice. It Kelly. does go with the team. Yep, we'll yep. give it to you. So we need to put Seattle in How does your Seattle? S-E-A-T-T-L-E, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. 
Uh, Mark Evans, Mark Evans is Mark Blazing Saddles Evans. Bonner, you've delivered, man. I love your work. Okay, Blazing Saddles, yep. Where's Blazing Saddles come from? It's the, it's the movie, Blazing Saddles. Mark Evans Gene Hackman. A, a person in that, is he? Oh, I don't know, but oh, do you have to have a theme? It's, it's got to be some relation. Well, Blazing Saddles is a bike. He blazes on his bike. Okay. He's a mean cyclist, apparently. Okay, nice. Yeah. Okay, Glenn, the Jersey modifier, Russell. Oh, Nice. And the reason we, he's called the jersey modifier is we had the, the collector's edition um, Iron Man talk jerseys. Yep. And on the sleeve of those, we've got a little picture of um, a Kiwi. Yep. Glenn, because he was living in Oman, decided to trim the so sleeves off. So it's now sleeveless. Off, sleeveless. But he re-sewed them on the front. <laughs> so he's got some nice little pockets, little pockets on the front. On the front. <laughs> it's like his nana did it, eh? Oh, it was funny. Oh, so what is it? The, sleeve, the jersey modifier. Okay. Nicholas Morales. Morales. Morales is the tough guy. Guy. Tough guy, don't mess with Nicholas because you know um, why he's gonna beat the crap out of you. Tough I guy, Nicholas. Oh, well, we can veto it because he vetoed your one. Yep, um, he I'm pretty sure I could be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure he's the guy behind Trijuice. So, why don't we call him Nick Trijuice Morales? Okay, okay, that's cool. Well, the, ju- the, 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 the juicinator, the juicinator, the juicinator, <laughs> the juice. uh, uh, juicinator. I'll know what you mean. <laughs> it doesn't need to be spelled right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And my last one was Ben, the running man, score. Nice, he lives in uh, Hawaii. And he's done, I think I counted, five marathons this year. Nice, really nice mm. effort. My last one is Edward Walford, and Pornos came up with Mr. Demolition. <laughs> okay. And I like that one, Mr. Demolition Walford. So as Bevan said, if you do send in a, a question or a, an age group of the week, make sure you put your, your name, uh, your, your nickname up. They will try to keep track of them. But so we've got a couple more to come through, but they've only come in this week, so we'll yeah. get those ones in the new year. Mm. Uh, got, first of all, just thanks for donating for our, our Kona's, you know, mm. um, trip. It looks like we're definitely going to be going, yep. which is great. Um, some exciting news on that in the new year. Yeah, we've got some really big news coming up on that. And we're going to, you know, we're really going to deliver, we, you know, as much as it sounds pretty cool that we're going to Kona, the thing is, like, when we go to road, you, you know, I, you didn't because you had a kid, but I'm yeah. working on the whole time. Yeah, but this time we're not going <laughs> to yeah. be... Uh, it, it's really, we're not racing, so we'll, we'll, it'll be like long days every day for I us. I have contemplated racing, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but I have, I have thought... I have to admit, like, you're there, you must <laughs> be doing it. It'll be pretty cool to just to go out there and just do it for fun and, like, do some on-course <laughs> interviews. But the problem, is, the problem is, the problem is, you'd have to qualify. I know. And I can't bother qualifying. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, we... For us, we could probably quite easily go up to Taupo and just do- and dawdle get- around, and and, uh, and I suppose we'd probably still, if we raced age group, we'd still have to go. Uh, I'd have to go about eight fifty, nine fifty, nine forty. Probably quicker than that. You're thirty, thirty-four now. You're getting old. The Philinator was thirty, thirty-four this year, and he did. No, nah, I reckon nine fifty. No, 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 no. I think you got to go quicker than that. Really? Yeah, I think well, you'll. I think you'll be uh, nine thirty or quicker. Well, you know what. <laughs> so thanks, Jim. but we're going to deliver some amazing shows from Kona. It's going to be it'll be pretty much the highlight of next year, really, mm. won't it? You know, uh, if you do want to donate to the show, you just go to imtalk.me Yeah, keep coming. We still need to get a little bit of money, so that'd be really great if you kept doing that. And uh, and you know what? It's, it's it's really cool just to see you guys supporting the show. Mm. Like it's really lovely, eh? Mm. So it's lovely, John. It Sponsors. This week we had a uh, coffeesofhawaii.com. This week we had an email in from. Uh, Here we go. It's we go. from Jeff. Kurnosik. Yep, I'll go with that. Okay, I just said one of the best buying experiences of my life when just, I purchased... Oh, just read the bottom bit. Once, once, you can say that, but okay. the bottom bit. Anyway, the main reason I'm writing is to drop a note 
in their comment box. He bought something off Coffees of Hawaii. Yeah, and I dropped a note in their comment box about the design, site design and the ease of navigation after I placed the, the order. Within minutes of my note, I had an email from Albert Boyce, the owner, thanking me for my comments and asking for clarification on the shipping of the order. I was going to have it shipped to me, but Mr. Boyce, Mr. Boyce, Mr. Boyce. I like the Mr. Boyce, suggested to send it directly to Ryan, so he's buying it for a friend. He's using the gift tins, which yep. is a great idea. As it comes uh, just like a gift, and since I'd filled out one of their gift cards, thought it would be a perfect go directly to him. Uh, we conversed back and forth over email, and now it's going directly to my buddy. Oh, hopefully his buddy doesn't listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> It'll turn up about he might not open it until Christmas and he'll be going through his boxes. This is going out Tuesday, yeah. Uh, <laughs> back and forth over email and personal note. Most online retailers wouldn't even bother to question or suggestion. I thought this was great personal touch and excellent customer service. So once again, Coffees of Dwight are delivering it there. They are. Albert, you're a legend. Mr. Boyce. Mr. Boyce. Mr. Boyce. Quality <laughs> product, supporting our support. And uh, Jeff, if we've ruined it, <laughs> the Apologies. surprise. You just have to go on Try Buys and get something else. Yeah, there we so, go. So trybuys.com. Oh, no, you really need to go on there. You know, John and I have just been a bit ignorant, really, of Try Buys. Because <laughs> we always went to the sale page, and because they have tabs at the top, and so we always just saw the swim one. And then a few weeks ago, we did see some T-shirts where there was a bargain. Man, you need to go through all the different tabs, because it's bargains galore. It is bargains galore. And when it comes to, especially gear, it's they're giving away swim, the stuff, aren't they? Bike run oh. anything you need they've generally got I just uh, installed a new little seat on my bike came around here this morning so nice. a new, new seat from Tribo is very comfortable oh. So is it comfortable? it is it's nice take a bit of getting used to? Uh, I'll tell you oh, <laughs> once I've done my ride today, ride today. Okay. this morning so it's had 10 minutes of riding on it Beautiful. so we, we get similar emails to what we have from Coffees of Hawaii they're just a good bunch of guys to deal with again they're supporting the sport by supporting uh, good sale time talk. in the States right now because it's their winter season so they're probably trying to offload some stock so again you know, and, and if you've got tri-buddies, tell them all about it because it's great. great. Free shipping in the States for anything over 200 And US. anything over 500 internationally, mm. which is quite easy to pop up in our sport. Don't worry. It's all right. I've got nine minutes. Good. Nine minutes. He's looking at the clock. Flinks.com. And good old Andrew. Was it Andrew's going to be coming to New Zealand? There's a, there's a new look. Yeah, it looks like he might do. There's mm. a new look to the Athlink site. Like yeah. This week it's all in, in blue. Every week they innovate, don't they? Mm. So one of the things we really liked last week was oh, the fact that it's going local. Yeah. So you can see who, who's registered locally. You can sort of converse with them. And it's a great thing. So like if you're new to an area, like let's say you know you're going somewhere, like I'm going to move to Invercargill. <laughs> Not likely. Oh, <laughs> Kiwi joke. <laughs> and we've probably got listeners in Invercargill. Possibly. Probably. probably. They probably do a few indoor trainer sessions down Cause there. Because they got so. a half. Yeah. That's in Gore. Yeah, well, it'd be the epic thing, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Gore. Gore's not that close to Invercargill. It's still a little way. What was it? So yeah. it shows what I know. <laughs> anyway, so if I was going to move to Invercargill, what I could do is I'd go on Athlinks and I'd see the people in my community and I'd yeah. be able to find people who are doing my sport. So That's get on there, join really up. really great. Encourage people in your club to join up as well. And uh, if you've got local businesses, make sure that they get on there as well. Yeah. Because the whole thing with the expo type of thing that they're, they're setting up is to get people communicating with people locally, with their businesses locally. It means they can promote their stuff to the people in their area. You know, not everybody's going to be an, an international shipper or a whatever. So just get on, get your local, everybody local involved. Great. Athletes.com so, for all your tracking needs. I'll tell you what, the, uh, the bloody away. quick at getting their results up there now. I, really? Um, Did you, your win last week go on there? Well, the Nelson one was up there within, um, within a few days. And you didn't submit it? 
and I did submit it, oh, but you okay. know they turned it around very very quickly. I mean, I submitted it one day, and so I it must went. Must be a lot of work. I wonder if they have programmed to do that. With oh, me. they must do. Yeah. It must do because otherwise it take forever manually. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and I haven't been able to check to see if Sunday's one was up. So wait a second, John. Last Sunday it was a cold, wet, windy day. It was bloody cold. <laughs> and uh, they had the Christchurch triathlon. Christmas cracker triathlon. Oh, so it's not the big one. It's a, a big sprint one. Okay, but yeah. they have the Christchurch Canterbury, the Canterbury Classic. Yeah, that's yeah. in February. Okay, so you turned up. Apparently, you turned up quite early. <laughs> I got a, I got an email from some spies, and they said to me that they think that you may have influence on the fact there was a non-swim. No, I was there at uh, ten to six. The race started at eight o'clock. I had to help set up the race, so I did additional energy oh, sapping okay. work. Some would call it a warm up, but, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I did get the best bike. Because basically, first thing we do when we get there is I'm part of the organising team, put up the bike racks. I just I said, right, I'll be back in a couple of minutes. We got the bike off the car, boom, straight on, number one position. Mm. And I maintained that number one position. The whole race? Uh, no. Oh, wait a second. <coughs> had, so it was meant to be a swim, bike run, like a triathlon, yeah, uh, turned into a duathlon. Yeah, it was very, very cold. It was pissing down with rain. Um, and Many people went? Uh, well, they had about 170. Quite a few people didn't oh. turn up. Okay. Um, so they canned the swim, which was bit marginal you know I'll how did you feel about that happy because you won <laughs> happy because I won probably I think we should have swum but it was very very cold yeah uh, so who calls that the race organisers so yeah it's basically yeah. at the end of the day it's their decision so I just go with it but yeah. I, I, I would have preferred to swim but I probably wouldn't have won if I'd swim yeah. so I opened, swim? Up, opened up with a 2k run they went in waves of 20 and uh, so was it 248 two, no 2k, 2K run 15k bike 4k run so oh, it's just a, a short course. Short one. Oh. Yeah. So we opened up at 2K, and I was racing with all the, the youngsters. Yeah. Uh, holy smoke, man. We went off pretty quick. Really? Apparently, we went through the first K in three minutes. Really? <laughs> so it was all on. And um, and this young fella was way off the front. And he then I ended up just about lapping him on the second row. Oh, really? Uh, but I played my cards right. I got the small things right. We're coming into. Tr- we're coming in. You know, small things, John. 100, 150 metres ago, I was about seven, eight, nine metres off the pace. Yeah. Just smoked it. I was first into transition area through the 150 uh, meters, so I was a bit concerned about my transition. So I did that. We biked as a group of three. Do you go up that hill? No, you turn around at the bottom of that hill. No, uh, no. I mean, do you go out of the border? You know, no, this you... was at Sumner. Oh, was it Sumner? Yeah. Oh, so okay. 15k bike. We just rode as a group of three, and um, I did a little bit of work at the front. Probably, I probably did about at least a, a three. A, no, I did a third, <laughs> and one of the guys did practically nothing, and the other guy did a bit more. And it was all just playing in my hands because I was reasonably confident I'd outrun them, and I did. Uh, so why did you run them? I just knew I could outrun them on the second run. Pretty sharp, were you? I was actually was racing quite well. Oh, yeah, felt pretty good. <laughs> Punching above my weight a little bit. Did you? So, so you're the Christmas cracker, cracker champion. Mm. I had a couple of things in my favour. One, the guy that got third, who's should have really won. Yeah. He just had a shitty day. Yeah. Um, and a guy who was in the second wave, who's a marginally better runner than me, got a puncher. Second so, wave. Because oh, I started people in waves of 20. Just oh, so it was based on time, was it? Uh, based on your age. So oh. there's another guy that... So didn't all rest together? No, which oh. is a bit of a shame, but it's just a, it's a prick of a course to, to manage. There's too much traffic, so we're yep. looking for different venues. So, yep, oh. took it out. So it's good. So, uh, so John, it's now Tuesday before Christmas. Yes. You finish work for the year? Do you have time no, off? No, what do you no, do? not really, no. You're always working, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So uh, what, what happens Christmas, now? Christmas shopping is done and dusted. Done and dusted. A few Christmassy outings got another outing tonight and that's about it what's the outing tonight uh, going to some place in town with some friends and that's it do you get drunk on Christmas day I'll have I'll partake in a few drinks yes. do you get like trolleyed uh, probably not trolleyed but 
London, I've got a, a sober, sober driver. How old is Thomas? He is 18. So he doesn't months. get it yet, does he? Christmas? Not really, no. We took him in a photo with Santa the other day. Did he handle the gentle? He, was, he wasn't going on Santa. Oh, really? Because <laughs> I've been Santa a few times. Have you ever been Santa? No. Oh, you've got to be Santa in your life. That's your goal for next year, okay? okay. You've got to be Santa. Yep. And so when you're Santa, you have to... Like 80% of them don't want to sit on your knee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they'll so scare scary. you. And you're going, ho, 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 little boy, come over here and sit on my knee. And what do you want for Chris? Yeah, i the voice yeah, as well. Yeah, good, good. Pretty proud of it, to be honest. Have um, you been anything exciting, Bevan? Well, and so I've got one more class to go for the rest of the year, and then my year is finished. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that. I kind of feel like I need a break. Uh, Christmas Day is I've got so I spend the morning with Joe and then in the afternoon I pick up my daughter and then we all meet up at night for my big family stuff and so it's kind of cool uh, and then we're going away I'm going to uh, Joe and I are going to go across to the coast and Tyler and I are going to go tramping and then we're going to head down to Queenstown catch up with Porno and a few other people down there and keeping uh, up your running all the way through there you know I am really concerned about this race oh, uh, like I know I'm not just talking it down <laughs> I just it's, it's, you know what I'm just not that motivated with it either fresh is on though we entered uh, I'll, I'll do it you know what I'll be able to run it and hopefully I can kind of pull out sub 3 I'll be happy with sub 3 yeah. but I'm just I haven't been running much and I haven't it's just this time of year is not an easy time to train is it mm. and so <clears throat> but the nice thing is is Wednesday is my last day for classes at the gym, mm-hmm. and so that means I get time to just run. And so I'm pretty much just going to try to hammer myself for two weeks, and hopefully they'll give me. If you run to three hour pace, you'll be fine. But if you set off too quickly, oh no, I'm not going to be setting off quickly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I know I'm not fit, but I'm, I'm actually thinking of doing the route burn, racing it. Yeah, oh yeah. There's a race in May, so the route burn's a beautiful track in New Zealand, and it's a 38k race, and that really motivates me. So it, I'm looking at this as just a building block. Had a lot of that. snow on that race last year. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it looked really cool. Yeah, it looks like a stunning race. Uh, we just want to say this is our last show for the end of the year. For the next two weeks, we're going to put up interviews from throughout the year. We'll probably do Chrissy's interview and maybe Crowey's because they're the two Kona champs. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll check them on. So for the next two weeks, there won't be a show. We'll be back into it in three weeks from now with the normal show heading into 09. Just want to say a big thanks to you guys. You guys have been absolutely fantastic throughout the year. The support, the emails. Um, just everything you do with the show when we get to go around the world and get to meet you guys it's you know it's really cool you you share a passion for this thing that we do and uh, we really appreciate it have a wicked Christmas and New Year's with your family be safe um, keep your training up if you've got a race coming no, up no have Christmas Day oh Christmas Day off yeah <laughs> don't train Christmas Day unless you're lonely because last year I was lonely yeah. <laughs> Paul and I went for a bike ride yeah. sometimes no, actually let me see that nothing serious It's yeah. I, I sometimes do a little session just so I feel like I can just go ballistic in the afternoon. Yeah, go, and do go ballistic okay, yeah. one day a year. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, so thanks for everything. Thanks for being a part of I Am Talk. It really means a lot to John and I and bring on 2009 and Kona. And we've got big things ahead. We've actually got some big news for next year, haven't we? We have. Oh. The biggest news at the moment is I've got to ride in one minute. Okay, he's got so, to go. So, uh, Iron Russ. I'm Endo. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. Beautiful.